Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you Nebraska Baseball. Catch our live coverage as the Huskers meet the Indiana Hoosiers on the Diamond at Hawks Field at Haymarket Park in Lincoln. Watch Friday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Welcome back to Hurt at Sports Radio here on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri Cities and KFOR in Lincoln coming up for the 9 o'clock hour uh, just in Omaha and Tri-Cities until then. But we're also available on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube as always. Got lots of activity going on in the group – or the uh, – not the group chat. kind of feels like a group chat, though. Um, we get a lot of the same about, – about, about the same seven, eight people. Yeah, we get, all, we get the same kind of group of people a lot. Uh, Corey chimes in with Nebraska basketball. Uh, they need to go 6-1 and one for me to feel remotely comfortable, uh, which I think is fair. I, I would feel pretty comfortable at 6-1 and because that means you got at least two road wins there. Um, but, man – Anything less than that, and I, I think you're you're not feeling great because as Corey again brings up, he says, you know, with the only one road win they had in 2018 when they got left out, that felt like a uh, that felt like a big story there, and just having one road win against kind of a mediocre Big Ten team probably doesn't get it done this year, um, if unless you get some games in the Big Ten tournament as well. So, uh, lots of good thoughts on the YouTube channel there uh, this morning. I uh, want to set up the show for you real quick. We do have Brian Christofferson from Husker 24-7 coming up at 8 o'clock. Um, big day for Nebraska football. Even on a quiet signing day, they landed a couple of recruits, and then we got to hear Matt Rule talk for a little bit. Uh, coming up at 8.30, we're going to, before we talk to our guy B. Edwards at 8.45, Andrew and I are going to go through some 10 wild prop bets that we've got for the Super Bowl. And uh, Andrew compiled that list, so I can't wait. I've I've looked at some of them. I can't wait to see which ones that Andrew chose because I feel like this is a – this is one of my favorite parts of the Super Bowl are kind of the exotic bets. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. 845, we'll talk to B. Edwards to get his thoughts on how he's playing the Super Bowl. Uh, At 9 o'clock, special uh, special guest for you at 9 o'clock, Mike Lombardi. 
He has been here. He was in the NFL as an executive in player personnel scouting. He was a GM for over 30 years. Um, he has worked in the or worked in the NFL for a very long time. Now he hosts the GM Shuffle Pod. You've seen him all over sports media. Uh, really excited to talk to Mike Lombardi uh, uh, in, at the nine o'clock hour, and then we'll wrap up the show with some hurt at hot seat as well. So that's what we've got on tap for you here. Um, before we get into any of that, though, is where how are you feeling about the Nebraska basketball? tournament resume as we sit right now I know my guy Corey is feeling a little uneasy but where how do you think they need to finish this season in order for you to feel comfortable and and how realistic do you think that finish is I think the finish is very realistic with who they have left on their road resume but let's not forget who just lost at Michigan last night right before the Nebraska game started, and that was Wisconsin, who was – what do they have? Have they lost five in a row now, Some, something like that? Uh, Wisconsin, if, if they're not getting the job done on the road in Michigan, well, then you can't expect Nebraska just to come in and say that's the game that they're, that they're going to get. And nor have we ever said that's the one that they will get. The likeliest of all the road games left – seem to be Ohio State for the the good majority of the time. But, you know, I, I really do have a lot of faith that Nebraska can turn it around as long as their road or their home resume continues. If, if they stay hot at home, at some point in time, you have to buy into momentum. And it, let, let's just take the next couple of games, for example. You have Michigan at home on Saturday. Mm -hmm. You have Penn State the following Saturday. So, yes, there's a good break in the action there, but you're looking at two of the bottom five teams in the Big Ten. You get both of those wins. You go then on the road to Indiana. And Indiana is just two, two spots above Nebraska. So, so they're pretty much neck and neck in, in the Big Ten standings. Then it's a Minnesota game at home. Minnesota, again, a team that is right about where Nebraska is this year. But I also don't think they should be as high as they are. I, I think they're actually performing better than people expected, but they could come back down to earth by the time Nebraska sees them on February 25th. And then it's Ohio State, the game that they absolutely have to win. They absolutely have to beat Ohio State February 29th, that gives you four games to build up momentum and then get that one on the road because the next two are Rutgers and Michigan, and those are two of the three worst teams in the Big Ten. You have to get that Ohio State game because that will continue to build momentum either going into the tournament or you're going to have previous momentum going into that Ohio State game to show people like, hey, we can actually get this done on the road. Yeah, Ohio State's also important because they are not playing good basketball right now. Um, they have lost five in a row. Wisconsin's only lost three in a row, but still kind of on a little bit of a slide there. Um, the, the Ohio State game is crucially important because Ohio State's not playing good basketball right now. You have to be able to get teams while they're down. You can't be the get-right game for these teams. The, the thing that I – wonder about with this stretch is 
not so much about Nebraska, but you know, you mentioned that Wisconsin Michigan game last night. Nebraska needs Wisconsin to kind of hold up their end of the bargain. Right. Nebraska needs that Wisconsin because the Purdue game is going to look like a great win no matter what, because Purdue's really, really solid. I don't think they're dropping off. Like, I have very little concerns about that. But Nebraska needs Wisconsin to kind of do their job to make that win look as good as it was at the time. Right. You don't want the committee to look back and be like, ah, that that Wisconsin team was overrated at six at the time. You know, they which we both kind of thought they might be, you know, thought "Eh, maybe that's like a top 12, 15 team. Doesn't really feel like a top five, six team, but that's what they were ranked at the time. Nebraska needs Wisconsin to hold up there under the bargain here because they need that win as kind of a staple of their resume because let's be honest, the road wins, even if they get them, are not going to be super impressive. We just we laid out the list of what's left on the resume here, and ironically enough, I'm going by uh, Ken Palm ratings here, Ohio State is the highest-ranked Ken Palm team left on the schedule. At Which 60, is shocking. Yeah, at 67, right? Minnesota 73, and then everybody else is in the 90s. Michigan, Penn State, Indiana, Rutgers, and Michigan again. All in the 90s in Ken Palm. They need – they don't have a lot of – they don't have any real opportunities for quality wins left. These are should-win games if you are an NCAA tournament team, and that's where Nebraska is going to have to take care of business. That's why – Kind of a, I'm kind of leaning towards Corey here, where six and one is is going to be what it's going to take to feel good going into the Big Ten tournament. Because if you lose one of these games, this isn't one of those like ah losing to Illinois on the road, not a big deal, right? You can live with that because mm-hmm. same with Northwestern. Yeah, that's a top fifty team on the road. Like you get it, right? That's fine. But if you can't get wins against these seventy five to hundred teams. That, that's where you get into trouble in terms of your resume because it's like, ah, yeah, they're just a super inconsistent team. Yeah, they had some real high highs, but they have some low lows. That's not going to cut it. And especially if Wisconsin continues to slide a little bit and that win looks less and less impressive, Nebraska's really going to need to take care of business here over the last seven games. To Otherwise, they're going to have to do work in the Big Ten tournament. And that's and that not way- a place where they've done well historically. And at what point are you not a 75 to 90 team? Yeah. Like that, that's what Nebraska has to like look at themselves in the mirror and say as well. Because right at now they're point, in the 50s. Yeah. At what point are we not one of these teams if we can't beat these teams? The only reason Nebraska is so high is because of those wins, like you've already talked about, because of the, the big resume builders. Like they're going into a job interview right now. And yeah, they'll probably still get the job because, oh, they've, they've conquered Purdue. They've conquered Wisconsin. They conquered K-State. Like they, they will get that job. But if you fall off the beaten path, like you, you can't forget that they also lost to Minnesota mm-hmm. on the road earlier in the year. You and can't Rutgers. forget that they lost to Rutgers. And not only did they lose to Rutgers, they completely blew that game. Same thing, same thing with the Minnesota game. They had double-digit lead at Minnesota and weren't able to come through on that one either. So the, the, the interesting thing about the if they're able to get a couple wins on the way out here, all of a sudden those overtime games go from being the narrative of, oh, they can't get over the hump on the road, to like, oh, look how c- competitive they are on the road. If you don't get any of those wins on the way out, it's, oh, they can't get over the hump. If you get a couple, it's like, ah, super competitive road team. They'll be okay. It's strange how things can change in terms of your narrative with the committee in just a couple games. Coming up next, we will wrap up our number one 
here on Red Sports Radio, AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities.